Hello there, and welcome to this episode, this week's episode of What Matters Ahead in the Podcast. I am Stitch, and Hirana means <laughs> family. Together. Anyhow. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of What Lies Ahead, a D&D podcast. I am, of course, a team, team Alistair, and I am joined by a reduced cast and crew this week. Say hello, Caden. Hello. I'm also joined by Alex. Say hello, Alex. Hello. And to pick up where we left off, I mean, a lot happened um, last episode. So after realising where Fantasia's kidnappers were... Our intrepid adventurers must now plan a daring rescue to save Fantasia Silverwood. You've located a warehouse um, owned by a very mysterious person, which uh, I, I can't tell you since you haven't found out yet. And it is now your job, Serial and Caden, to rescue Fantasia Silverwood. So without further ado, let us begin. Currently, right now, we're where we picked, we're where we left off. So we've sort of fast forwarded to where you've all met up outside of the pub from last week that you thrashed and crashed and you burned and set on fire, probably killed a few people. But let's not talk about that. For the purposes of this episode, I will uh, be playing both um, Sam, um, Brooke, and uh, Damien. So. Uh, let's. What do you guys want to do? Wait. So right now we're we're on the dragon, aren't we? Mm. And we're flying over, or have we already landed? No. Yeah, I think you're getting confused there. Uh, if you remember from last episode, um, you sent Nero. Oh, sorry. Sam sent oh, Nero yeah. into the void. Um, oh yeah. There we go. And uh, you are all on the material plane currently, as you are now. So. Last episode, you did go to a pub, and if you remember, you uh, thrashed it and broke some stuff, and you met Grey. Um, now, you're sitting outside of that pub on a chair and some tables. It's there's musty smell in the air that's made of wood. It's quite splintery. You don't want to put your hands on the, on the tables and desks. Uh, you look around you, and there isn't really much to notice other than the massive tank that you came with. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> So, how do so we? I think you want to go first. I mean, if we want them to, if we want them to drop her into void so Nero can catch her, hmm. how, how should we do it? Should we just attack and try to get her and use Nero as like a second, uh, hmm. as a second thing, or should we just let Ooh. them do it? It depends, because, well, you see, there are over two options, as you said. One, we go in, my favourite method, we go in full guns blazing, sight, and only saving Fantasia and blasting everything else. Or, we can, oh, I've got an idea. How about we, so we can assume that they're in the warehouse now, right? Yes. Uh... What if we drove them out of the warehouse and sort of pushed them towards um, the edge of Atlantis near the entrance to the void 
I swear and then they we can have there. Nero appear on the other side, and we can attack them from um, all around. I thought they are near the uh, void. We can do that then. Just get out Nero, and we can I just thought... obliterate them. I think we should go in there, guns blazing, like you said first. If, yes. If, and try and uh, get her out on her own. But if okay. we don't, and they just throw her into the void, Kate, uh, Nero can do that. Hmm. Nero can uh, catch her, I think. Would we know that she'd be able to catch her? What if we... I like the idea, but... Hmm. Do we want to do it... Because we have to assume that these guys are pretty powerful, because, like, you're pretty powerful, so I'm going to assume your sister is as well, right? Mm, Educate yeah, guess. they are. Okay. So... Brooke's going to chip in here and uh, say that, he, yeah, his sister's powerful, but, you know, she was captured, so I think we should take a more cautious approach, mm. like, more laid back and just uh, have a snooze here. Uh, Can't do that. Okay. How about we just leave him here? Just leave him there. I am... Oh, what was that? Um, how about... I just say what we do is we get Nero and we get him to attack the warehouse. And while all that chaos is happening, we sneak in round the back, get her, get out. Because Nero could handle himself. Yes. Uh, and then Damien now is going to say something that uh, he thinks... Well, we, I, th- I think we should try and do something that is more uh, espionage and sneak in, you know, and be stealthy, you know. <laughs> that might be good. Like, uh, we go in sneaky and we just... Um, yeah, we go in sneaky by just being sneaky. <laughs> yeah, but and we try to get her if it goes to shit and they mm. they drop her into the void. Uh, Nero can be there to catch her. Basically, this is all. Basically, Nero just does the just does most of the work basically, and if we fail, we've got him as backup. Yeah. Okay. I th- I like that. Okay. So just to summarize. Nero starts blowing up stuff, sneak in, get her out, that doesn't work, and if we're in void, he can nab her. And we'll escape some other way. Yes, so I think you But Nero won't be fighting. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, Do you want to just try to sneak like, in I don't know. normally? I think, I, I don't know, I think sneaking in would be better. Hmm. Than just right. going in guns blazing. I would like that, but I don't know if that'd be useful to save somebody. The, the reason that they'll drop her into the void. Hmm. Just thinking about this. On second thought, this is the first time I've actually sat down and thought about something in a week, so this is quite a difference for me. How about... Fine. Fine. Let's just sneak in, get her out, and if it... As you said, if it goes to shit, then I've got Nero's back up. Right, let's sneak in. Very nice. And before you and I set off, Damon's going to say, I-, I think we sh- shouldn't come in, in-, in the tank. That's yeah. a bad idea, because it's like... You mean it's perfectly stealthy. 
just because it's been painted black does yeah. not mean it's healthy. Wait, is it we're not all. Is it? Is it like? Huh. Hmm. Are you sure? There's no... Can I just check if the card has any disguise function? Uh, make a insight check, please. Um, fourteen. And this car has no disguise function, of, as you know of. This car, what this sort of small troop transport tank, is, as I said, a tank. Damn, it's a no disguise feature. Oh, okay. But we we better find somewhere to put this tank, though, because I think people are starting to stare. Yes, I. Uh, you get some weird looks from people walking by, but I'm pretty sure they've seen worse on the count that they live in the slums. Fair point, but I still think we should find somewhere to... We should we should put it somewhere near the warehouse so we have an escape vehicle. Yeah, that seems actually quite a good idea. Uh, however, the area near the warehouse, there's quite a lot of low-lying buildings and uh, other structures that um, could possibly reveal your location. Would, when we, you get be able, would we be able to get some... Um, Sneaky vehicles to get close to the um, close to the warehouse. Well, I mean, all you have to do is just paint the tank purple, or then it'll be sneaky. I just turned to zero. <laughs> be able to but i don't think i can get anywhere i want i need to know the place i think how about yes that's correct how about then if we need to escape grab hold of me teleport me to this location right where the car is and we'll pray no one's stolen it well maybe we can yeah we can just repeatedly if they see or like if they suspect we're there we just teleport somewhere safe and then mm-hmm. we can do it again then over and over again and just they're on tour and if they like say oh there's somebody there it's like i'm gone yep bring me with you too by the way okay, okay. I said p.s for future reference when you do if, if you do get caught i will make you roll to see if you bring caden with you just <laughs> to clarify oh no Okay. So, okay. how have we all decided on a plan? Wait, roll for what? We'll see if, you, if see if the magic works, and you bring them with you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, have you thought? So, have you uh, finished the plan? Are we all good? I'm pretty good with it. I think so. Yeah. Stitch approves. <laughs> Stitch approves. I still need to see that uh, film. Yeah, so do I. But let's talk about that. It's it's Disney. Disney owns everything. Not this podcast, though, I think. Yet. Yeah. Don't say that. I mean, oh. the, I mean, the amount of money they could give. <laughs> okay. As well. Okay, so you walk up to your vehicle, you scan your rest, you scan your eye against the coal metal service, and you enter. Uh, the corrugated iron sort of brings a sense of familiarity and relaxation as uh, who wants to drive? Uh, I'll drive. Okay, please make a performance check. 
with advantage since I've already drawn it? Yes, please. Okay, thank God, because I've got an 8. Uh, that's even worse. Okay, that's a... That's an 11. That's fine. Just. So, you start driving in the direction that Sam told you to, uh, when... Uh, I believe it was Nero... No, it was off Azariel's Phoenix, actually. Um, tells you to go. Or... Tells you to go in that direction. You you drive about an hour and the slums you thought you knew, they get much worse. The smell of coal and putrid rotting flesh fills your nose, even though you have a filtration system in the car. As you hear the grunting of labourers off in the distance, the heavy clank of machinery, machinery as workers cry, workers cry out, cry out in pain. You look upwards as the sky begins to blacken and fills the dark, swollen cloud of a smog and pollution. And you see dead bodies and crates and carts drawn by people saying, Bring out your dead! Bring out your dead! And you can clearly see it's been some kind of nasty, viral outbreak. And it's, it's obvious that the, um, the 21st century world you're living in is just declined. You're now back in the medieval times. Congratulations. It's 1486. Oh boy. I'm going to turn on the aircon. Uh, so as you uh, switch to dial, you get a waft in of this disgusting smell, and you begin to uh, almost retch um, from. Turning this. him off, turning him off. Zeriel, you uh, downstairs, you smell this as well, and you sort of uh, feel some sort of tears dwelling in your eyes as they're watering, as uh, the uh, your back is pressed against the cold leather seats. So you continue driving for another ten minutes, and if you could, please, Caden, can you make a perception check? Of course. Uh... Oh, I'm getting me near rolls so far. Ten. But okay. Uh... Declining steadily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By one, but yes. Uh, imagine one gets to initiative in combat, and you roll now one. Oh dear. Please don't roll that into existence. Come on. <laughs> so you you look around as you're driving, sort of like an in a um, an old person position with your neck hunched over, and you look out in front of the dashboard as the window screens are quite small, and they sort of have uh, diagonal um, cross guards and uh, mesh to protect you. And you look around and you see a small um, small alleyway of which you then drive into and. Uh, you see, you hear some scraping along the side of a car of, of the uh, of the um, tank as it scrapes against the side of the of the uh, very old and rusty uh, buildings. As you hear the crash as it lands against the back wall, uh, you go down the ladders and as you go over to open the door, uh, it opens and you just see a wall in front of you and you just realise how badly you've just parked. Well, never been to driving school, but I said I went pretty well. What do you think? It was okay. I mean, it could have been worse. I was expecting the worst, to be honest. Oh, damn you. So was right. I, actually. <laughs> I'm just going to get out of the car and see what... So, you... <clears throat> please roll a uh, dexterity check, please. Dexterity, okay. But this is not going... I'm a little bit worried about the way my dice rolls are going now. It's a six. 
They're declining rapidly. They're declining rapidly. You uh, try to sort of slither but at the back of the around the back of the car, but you fail. You just stuck. Help it! Wait. Wait. Can I just get? Like... Just push me out. I, I'm going to try and help him get out. Please roll for strength. Okay. I got a 13. Uh, just about. You managed to um, set him free from his uh, prison between a wall, between a wall and a tank. Yeah. And you, you pull him back into the vehicle. And um, do you want to try and exit now? Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay, so Zeriel, uh, please roll for dexterity. I shall roll for uh, Sam and Brooke and Damien. Sorry, I got an eighteen. So yeah, you're fine. You've uh, so you, you sort of it's sort of a bit tight as you feel your back pressed against the cold, hard, corrugated steel, and it sort of like gives it a mini, a little, little, little mini massage as you go uh, as you shimmy along. Um, not dancing, of course, just in a, a comedic fashion, really. After it's just... I leave, uh, I'm like, oh, well done. But we, we're, we're here safe. Safe and sound. Yes, you are indeed safe. But, well, to some extent, safe. Not really. Yeah, I was totally but... Yeah. Yep, I guess we are for now. <sighs> well. Bottoms up. And I just put the hilt of my sword towards him. Uh, just to let you know, if you're still in the tank, you haven't gotten out. He pulled you back in, so you can try and get out now again. Okay, I'll get out then. Please roll for dexterity again, if you could. Yeah. That's better, 16. Okay, you, you're swimming your way out of the tank as well. It's a bit uncomfortable, it's fine. Uh... Brooke and uh, Damien both make their way out of the tank, and uh, Brooke has donked his head a little bit, a bit sore, just rubs it a, bit, a little bit and looks up to you and goes, you're a terrible, terrible driver. Like, I, I, I've never been to driving school, mate. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, but it could also be a lot better. Fair point. I grew up in the countryside, don't blame me. Yeah, I blame you. Oh, boy. Just be quiet. So, <clears throat> what do you want to do now? Now that you're all here. Okay, so how far away is the warehouse from us? From your guesstimates, it's about a ten minute walk. I love that you just said guesstimates. From your guesstimates. Um, about ten minute walk. Okay, I say... I'm going to cast both. Can I cast... Yes, depending on what they are. Uh, I'm going to cast Electrokinetic Flight and Electrokinetic invis- an electro- an electric Invisibility and to see if I can scout what's around the warehouse, if there's any fences or anything. Can, uh, can I see him? Technically, if he does cast Invisibility, you won't be able to see him. Because it's invisibility. That's all it does. But what I do suggest you do, Caden, is that you turn invisible when you get closer, because it only has a 10 minute time limit for invisibility. 
Okay, I just want to get high enough just so I can see what's around us. Okay, so r- roll full success back for the fight thing, and then we'll do the invisibility when you boot when you're within range. That's a 19 for success rate. Okay, fine. <laughs> and what else do you want me to roll for again? Uh, that's it, that's fine for now. So okay. you jump up uh, and you fly about 50 feet in the air and you look around and you see. Uh, a large metal structure which is coated of flaking black paint it's, so it kind of seems out of place in the general perspective I'm not going to make you roll perception because it's quite a large building uh, and you get sort of a nasty feeling about it it's got bad vibes if you get what I'm saying hmm. it doesn't feel right is there any fences it? around it or anything? Uh, or no any guard it's posts? there's there's, you, there's, you can't see any guards that you know of, but there's most likely guards inside. Hmm, okay. Um, is there anything close to it that we could possibly hide behind, like bushes or anything? Well, you do have some shacks and stuff. Um, so, say if the warehouse itself, the entrance to it uh, is right next to some buildings. As you know, it's quite crowded in slums, so yes, there is cover. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I I call to uh, him and say, okay, you go look at if there is some kind of fence, and I'll go. I mean, I'll just sit here. Hayden, sit there. Oh, hang on. But I don't think I can to anywhere I want. I need to know the place. I think. How about? Yes, that's correct. How about then? If we need to escape, grab hold of me, teleport me to this location, right where the car is, and we'll pray no one's stolen it. Well, maybe we can. Yeah, we can just repeatedly, if they see or like, if they suspect we're there, we just teleport somewhere safe and then mm-hmm. we can do it again then over and over again and just they're on fourth and if they like say oh there's somebody there it's like i'm gone yep bring me with you too by the way okay, okay. I said p.s for future reference when you do if, if you do get caught i will make you roll to see if you're going caden with you just to clarify <laughs> oh no Okay. So, okay. how have we all decided on a plan? We roll for what? We'll see if you, if see if the magic works, and you bring them with you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, have you thought? So, have you uh, finished the plan? Are we all good? I'm pretty good with it. I think so. Yeah. Stitch approves. <laughs> Stitch approves. I still need to see that uh, film. Yeah, <laughs> so do I. But let's talk about that. It's it's Disney. Disney owns everything. Not this podcast, though, I think. Yet. Yeah. Don't say that. I mean, oh. they, I mean the amount of money they could give. <laughs> okay. As well. Okay, so you walk up to your vehicle, you scan your wrath, you scan your eye against the cold metal service, and you enter. Uh, the corrugated iron sort of brings a sense of familiarity and relaxation as uh, who wants to drive? Uh, I'll drive. 
Okay, please make a performance check. With advantage since I've already drawn it? Yes, please. Okay, thank God, because I've got an eight. Uh, that's even worse. Okay, that's a... That's an 11. That's fine. Just. So you start driving in the direction that Sam told you to uh, when... Uh, I believe it was Nero. No, it was off Azariel's Phoenix. Actually, um, tells you to go, or Azariel tells you to go in that direction. You you drive about an hour, and the slums you thought you knew they get much worse. The smell of coal and putrid, rotting flesh fills your nose, even the infiltration system in the car. As you hear the grunting of laborers off in the distance, the heavy clank of machinery, machinery as workers cry, workers cry out, cry out in pain. You look upwards as the sky begins to blacken and fills the dark, swollen cloud of a smog and pollution. And you see dead bodies and crates and carts drawn by people saying, Bring out your deads! Bring out your deads! And you can clearly see that it's been some kind of nasty viral outbreak. And it's, it's obvious that the, um, the 21st century world you're living in is just declined. You're now back in the medieval times. Congratulations. It's 1486. Oh boy. I'm going to turn on the aircon. Uh, so as you uh, switch a dial, you get a waft in of this disgusting smell and you begin to uh, almost wretch. Um, from turning this. him off, turning him off. Zeriel, you uh, at, at downstairs, you smell this as well, and you sort of uh, feel some sort of tears dwelling in your eyes as they're watering, as uh, the uh, your back is pressed against the cold leather seats. So you continue driving for another ten minutes, and if you could, please, Caden, can you make a perception check? Of course. Uh... Oh, I'm getting me near rolls so far. Ten. So okay. Uh, declining steadily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By one, but yes. Uh, imagine one gets to initiative in combat and you roll now one. Oh dear. Please that don't roll that into existence. <laughs> Come on. So you you look around as you're driving, sort of like in a. In a um, an old person position with your neck hunched over and you look out in front of the dashboard as the window screens are quite small and they sort of have uh, diagonal um, cross guards and uh, mesh to protect you. And you look around and you see a small um, small alleyway of which you then drive into and uh, you see you hear some scraping along the side of a car of, of the uh, of the um, tank as it scrapes against the side of the of the uh, very old and rusty uh, buildings as you hear the crash as it lands against the back wall. Uh, you go down the ladders and as you go over to open the door, uh, it opens and you just see a wall in front of you and you just realise how badly you've just parked. Well, never been to driving school, but I said I went pretty well. What do you think? It was okay. I mean, it could have been worse. I was expecting the worst, to be honest. Oh, damn you. So was that, actually. (laughs) I'm just going to get out of the car and see what... So, you... Please roll a uh, dexterity check, please. Dexterity, okay. 
Right, this is not going... I'm a little bit worried about the way my dice rolls are going now. It's a six. They're declining rapidly. They're declining rapidly. You uh, try to sort of slither back of the, around the back of the car, but you fail. You're just stuck. Help it! Wait. Wait, can I just get... Like... Just push me out. I, I'm going to try and help him get out. Please roll for strength. Okay. I got a 13. Uh, just about. You managed to um, set him free from his uh, prison between a wall, between a wall and a tank. Yeah, and you you pull him back into the vehicle. And um, do you want to try and exit now? Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay, so Zeriel, uh, please roll for dexterity. I shall roll for uh, Sam and Brooke and Damien. Sorry. I got an 18. So, yeah, you're fine. You've, uh, so you, you sort of, it's sort of a bit tight as you feel your back pressed against the cold, hard, corrugated steel. And it sort of like gives it a mini, little, little, little mini massage as you go uh, as you shimmy along. Um, not dancing, of course, just in a, a comedic fashion, really. Oh, it's just. I leave, uh, I'm like, oh, well done. But we, we're, we're here safe. Safe and sound. Yes, you are indeed safe. But, well, to some extent, safe. Not really. I was talking but, to you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we are for now. Well. Bottoms up. And I just put the hilt of my sword towards him. Uh, just to let you know, if you're still in the tank, you haven't gotten out, you pulled you back in, so you can try and get out now again. Okay, I'll get out then. Please roll for dexterity again, if you could. Yeah. That's better, 16. Okay, you, you're shimming your way out of the tank as well, it's a bit uncomfortable, it's fine. Uh, Brooke and, uh, Damien both make their way out of the tank, and, uh, Brooke has donked his head a little bit, a bit sore. Just rubs it a little bit and looks up to you and goes, "You're a terrible, terrible driver." Like, I, I, I've never been to driving school, mate. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, but it could also be a lot better. Fair point. I grew up in the countryside. Don't blame me. Yeah, I blame you. Oh boy. <laughs> Just be quiet. So. <clears throat> What do you want to do now? Now that you're all here. Okay, so how far away is the warehouse from us? From your guesstimates, it's about a ten minute walk. I love you just said guesstimates. From your guesstimates. Um about ten minute walk. Okay. I say I'm going to cast both. Can I cast Yes, depending on what they are. Uh, I'm gonna cast electrokinetic flight and electrokinetic invisibility, an electro, an electric invisibility, and to see if I can scout what's around the warehouse. If there's any fences or anything. Can, uh, can I see him? Technically, if he does cast an invisibility, you won't be able to see him because it's invisibility. That's all it does. 
But what I do suggest you do, Caden, is that you turn invisible when you get closer, because it only has a 10 minute time limit for invisibility. Okay, I just want to get high enough just so I can see what's around us. Okay, so ro- roll full success back for the fight thing, and then we'll do the invisibility when you're within range. That's a 19 for success rate. Okay, fine. <laughs> and what else did you want me to roll for you? Uh, that's it, that's fine for now. So okay. you jump up, uh, and you fly about 50 feet in the air, and you look around, and you see... Uh, a large metal structure which is coated of flaking black paint. It's like it kind of seems out of place in the general perspective. I'm not going to make you roll perception because it's quite a large building. Uh, and you get sort of a nasty feeling about it. It's got bad vibes, if you get what I'm saying. Hmm. It doesn't feel right. Is there any fences around it or anything? Uh, no, it's there's, you, there's, you can't see any guards that you know of, but there's most likely guards inside. Hmm, okay. Um, is there anything close to it that we could possibly hide behind, like bushes or anything? Well, you do have some shacks and stuff. Um, so, say if the warehouse itself, the entrance to it uh, is right next to some buildings. As you know, it's quite crowded here in the slum, so yes, there is cover. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I I call to uh, him and say, okay, you go look at if there is some kind of fence, and I'll go. I mean, I'll just sit here. Caden, sit there. Oh, hang on. On the other side, and they capture me. You know, to come in guns blazing. So if I say the word. Um, what word should I say? Okay, so I was just saying, I say this out loud. Maybe if we get close enough to be behind one of those, then, then we could scatter out maybe. Okay, so I'm going to fly back down. I'm going to tell the others. Uh, sure. Uh, you can't really miss it. There's some buildings around it we could possibly get behind and then scout it further from there. I don't see any much guard life, though. So, Brooke um, looks at you and says, Well, I guess we can take it slow, you know, have a snack, grab some drinks, and just wait for them to come out. Okay, mate. We've got got this person's life in there. No time for snacks. Let's let's just There's go. There's always get... time for snacks. Yeah, but none of us are hungry. I'm all, I'm hungry. Okay, well you okay? How about this then? Go have your snack, and while we're off saving someone, you can come and join us. If you hear an explosion, run towards us. Well, okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just I just give a little. Nudge to Damien. Is it, yeah, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming. It's it's fine. It's just okay. Yeah, come on, guys. And I give a little nod, Sarah. Okay. So, are we all set? All prepped? You do you want to prep some um, spells or anything? Uh, no, I'll be okay. Use Ariel. No. Okay. 
Fine, all cool with me. Uh, so Damien is going to um, prep uh, Salmon Skeleton, Skelly Bone, and uh, Brooke is going to prep uh, Holy Light, just in case. So, you start walking in the direction of the structure that you pointed out, and after about five minutes, uh, Caden, do you want to cast electrokinetic, electrokinetic invisibility? Yes. Please. Oh, you're doing it now. That's a four. That's a four. That doesn't make it. That's too bad. What a shame. Uh. So you, 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 you sort of try to become invisible. You briefly become intangible. Like, very briefly and sort of shimmies in and out of invisibility or not, and then you're just stuck as normal when you're like... Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll just try get... that again. I'll try again. That's better, that's an 18. That cast it, so you're now invisible. Well done. Very clever. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna see if there's any... Check again, see if there's any guards, or anyone standing anywhere near uh, the warehouse. Okay, since now you are technically um, on, since you are on the ground now, I would like you to roll for perception, please. That is a thirteen. That stitch says that does not succeed. No. But that doesn't rush. I'm sorry. Oh, so you've arrived at the warehouse and I can't stop this. Just take a deep swallow. Just take a deep swallow. You good now? Yeah, I'm just I'm just messing. There you go. <clears throat> right. Hmm, what to do? So you continue walking ahead of the rest of the pack and visibly, and do you you don't spot any guards that you know of. Uh, but to describe the structure again, it's a large metal structure coating a black flaky paint that seems sat out of place in the general area. You get a feeling there's a dark force lurking within. You see that there are no guards, but a rusty metal lock that seals the warehouse shut. As you look up, the scaffolding encases the building, and some of the roof hasn't been fully constructed. Hmm. Okay. Still no one outside, though, right? No. Any windows? No. No windows? No. Okay. Hmm. Any doors? There are uh, two There's two large sliding panels that are sealed together with a small, uh, rusty iron. Is there um, a chimney or anything? No. It's, it's a warehouse. It's a warehouse. There's no windows. Uh, okay. I'm gonna try and cast Bolt of Lightning and see if I can travel inside any wires or anything. Uh, before you do that, I'm going to get you to roll for perception again to see if you notice that there's any wires. That's a five. No, so um, you don't see there's any wires. Okay. Mm, okay, I turn to zero. Okay, how do you want to get inside? <clears throat> Wait, would I be able to see what is on the other side of the wall? I may be able to teleport. No, you are not, and you do not have X-ray vision, so I'm afraid oh. not. 
I just got a great idea. I turned to Damien. You know that skelly bones thing? And I just explained to him. I say, you use skelly bones to knock on the door, and then while he's distracting whoever opens the door, we can sneak inside. He goes, yeah, yeah, I think that's actually a good idea. So he's going to summon a skelly bone. Mm-hmm. That's not what you want on your first roll of the day. What do you got? That one. That one. Damn it. So it's some sort of evil pit thing then. But I'm going to uh, try. He's going to try again and see if we can uh, try and summon again as the rest of the time. Right? That's but I got 17. So there we some, go. So he brings. He focuses. Uh, he sort of outstretches his hand and a sigil appears on the ground. On the ground, as a, a purple light. Um, emanates from it, it's sort of like a warm glow. It's not evil. It's warm and doesn't really. It's not that bright either. As a skelly bone comes out from the ground, and you hear it sort of um, the clicking of bones, sort of shift as its cold feet touch the concrete below. And uh, Damon's going to just point at the door and just gesture that he's knocking. And uh, skelly bone is going to knock up to the door, and you're going to hear. Uh, three knocks. Oh, I just say, cast that you're going to invisibility. You've already done that, remember? Oh, yeah. And the Skelebone receives no answer. Ask him to knock his head on the door. Damien whispers, Hey, knock your head on the door. Yeah, well, knocks his head on the door. Nothing happens. Oh, okay. Right, we're gonna have to get dramatic here. Hmm. What if? Quick question. I know you can't see me, but I just whispered this in the air. Say, if we were to throw a finger of the skeleton into the door, or in between the little bit in between the door, would it still be moving? No, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how this works. Well, I was just wondering. It's just magic. Okay. Um, I say we give it a shot. Can we go up to the skeleton, take one of its? Oh, is, oh, I don't, oh, I don't like this. But can we just? I don't see any other way. Can we just get one of its fingers and just poke it through the door? I don't see why not. I mean, there are easier ways. You can literally just... Zeriel, you can literally punch the lock and it would break, but, you know, what... what, what we're trying process. to be stealthy here. We're trying to be stealthy. Yeah, we, we're trying to be stealthy. We don't want to get caught. Okay. So, J- Jason walks up to the skelly bone, invisible, of course, um, and you whisper to the skelly bone... Uh, Sorry! Boy, what you just said to Damien, and it's gonna try, it's gonna try and attach his finger, and you just did. I don't want to watch. Like a popping sound as it sort of comes oh. off, and it's like it's just there. So it uh, wedges it in between the small gap in between uh, the two uh, siding doors, yeah. and um, yeah, it's just there now. I'm gonna press my ear to the door. Do I hear it? What the the, the finger? Yeah. No. Okay. I'm not. I'm not that crude. Oh damn it! Okay, that didn't work. 
Okay. Is there anyone inside here? Apart from Fantasia, of course. I, I, turn, I go back to Zero as I say this. I'm beginning to think there's no one in here. I mean, didn't we see people down here? I didn't see any girls or anything. Well, no, not you. We did see some people hmm. uh, here with the Phoenix, I remember. Good point. Is, is there any... There's no windows. How do we get in? Stealthily. Okay. Guns blazing. No, I don't want to go in guns blazing. Guns blazing. I don't want to go in guns blazing. Okay. Um, what do we think? I'm going to look for, again and see if there's any electrical panels I can access. Roll, f roll for perception, please. He's got to get his light from somewhere. That's better. 19. Yes, you do see a small wire lot running along the inside of the um, underneath that goes underneath the door and into the building. Okay, come around the side with me. I gestured to Zario on the skelly bone. Oi, mate, come back here. Come on, try to be quiet. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Come back here. Come on. Yeah, come on. I, I, I go to him. Okay. So okay. you walk over to uh, Jason and you see the small wire, and uh, you, you just looks you just look just look at Jason and he looks at you, and you look at Jason, and what okay. do you do? So, see this wire. Welcome back to what does the DND podcast? Now I'm also DM Alistair. I'm joined. Wait, what am I doing? Uh, uh, welcome back after the break. Uh, we had a uh, very telling revelation. Uh, we spoke about mainly Zerial. Mainly Zerial. So now you've defeated these uh, three, four guards, uh, you see some more guards coming up behind them as this sort of a never-ending stream. You see... I'm getting fours all day! Another four guards run up behind them and go, Oi, mate! You killed him! Killed him! Why did you kill him? Now I'm gonna kill you. I mean, we, we, we just wanted to speak. Yeah, we're looking for this guy's sister, fight? that's all. If we so, wanted to fight, we um, wanted to fight. Let's blast them. Mm, please roll finish it again, please. 22. Wow, I got 19. Okay, 22, 19, I need to roll for thingy, thingy, I'm just going to 11, 2. Uh, 9 and 7. <laughs> and for the uh, grunts themselves, 18. Oh, uh, do you know what would be a cool name for our group? Team Rocket. They're <laughs> <laughs> blasting us again. again. Now let's blast these guys off again. Okay, so the order of combat is Caden, Zeril, Grunts, and Brooke, Damien. Let's go. Caden, okay. do your worst. Kills them all! Shocking grasp. Boom. How much mana do you have left? Um, I have 23. I can give you some if you want me to. 
Let's go, Shrugging Grass doesn't need a lot. Okay, I'm gonna go Shrugging Grass. Roll to hit! Nat 20. Double wow. damage, let's go! Well, That's my most powerful spell. Right, okay. that's your most powerful spell. Mm-hmm. Shrugging Grass, okay. Uh, success, so right? 48, isn't it? I do success rate as well, that's a 16. That's fine. Okay, 3d8. Okay, 7. 13. 21 points of damage by itself. Double it. You kill the guy straight on. So you just walk up to this guy, you place his hand on his shoulder and just... We just sort of, um, That's the second of... time I've eviscerated a guy using shocking grasp. So you just sort of like uh, shake your head and uh, disappointment, and you just look kind of up at him as the uh, scars on the, on your hands sort of light up as the electricity travels down them, and <clears throat> this guy explodes instantaneously. I need to find a way to make sure that that, bit, that last bit doesn't happen. And blood splatters all over his comrades, and they. I need to apply a status condition. They are all stunned. Oh, we're gonna destroy them. Serial, go for it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go for... I'll go for my... Regular. Actually, I'll do my double shot and I'll try to hit two different people. Okay, so uh, roll for success right once and roll hit twice. Okay. Uh, the little success rate. Okay, I'll do that. Um, success rate. I got a thirteen. Uh, that doesn't work. Don't. Do you have a modifier, right? Yeah, no, I added it. Hey. Not a good. Your yeah. modifier is like quite high. What yeah, no, I got I, I got a bad roll. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna work, I'm afraid. Um. Yeah. So I failed. It is the grunt's turn. They can't, just to clarify what stunt is, they are, they, they can't move technically, but they can, they can speak and automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Tap rolls, um, have advantage. Technically, Zerial. Since accessory is kind of... Actually, no. Yeah, you, you know, it's their turn. They are stunned, so they can't do anything. It is uh, now Brooke's turn. He is going to cast uh that's a holy light again. He hits and time for the damage. Uh two D three. The target takes four damage as a beam of light comes down from the sky and uh does some damage. Very nice. As he screams in agony as the light comes through the same hole I did in the ceiling earlier, which is quite strange, and refracts off the surface, and this guy just starts to burn as his skin flakes, and you hear him screaming in pain. Right, um, Damien's turn. He's going to go for the Shadow Claw and try. He's going to summon two. 
He does them both. He does them both. There's a prize. Yay! Oh, he's gonna be so grilled when we tell him. He's gonna be so happy, and we're gonna roll the hit collectively. Twenty. Woo! Go on that twenty. Okay, so that is eleven. Uh, twenty-two points of damage. Did more than you, Caden. And death doubled. And he's dead. He killed another guy. He's taking the like breeze. Easy Let's stuff. Keep going. Easy stuff. Right, it is now your turn, Caden. There's two left. Okay. Gonna go for another shock and grasp. Roll to hit. No, first then to hit, sorry. Uh, that is a 14. Four success, right? Yep. Die cuts it. Very nice. And to hit. 16. Mm-hmm. That hits. Damage, please. 38. Hang on. Uh, 1-7-14. 14 points of damage. Very nice. This guy's... You, you're thrashing this. Well done. Keep going. Let's destroy them all. So, you, this, you, uh, you, you again, you just sort of dash up this person. You grab him by the shoulders. As you, sort of, you know this cheesy uh, cartoon movie when you see this like skeleton like come flashing in and out of distance, right? That's what you see. It's very cool. Jeez. Uh, Zariel, your turn. Okay. Time to do some killing. I'll use my... I'll... I'll use my sword. But... Yeah, I'll use my sword again. Uh, okay. Since you did already pre-summon it, you're gonna stick with it for now. So, roll to hit. Okay. Um. That works. Do you want to, okay, if I say the word pineapple, if I scream it, come in guns blazing. If I just say it normally, but and loud enough so you can hear me. That means I've been captured, so don't come in guns blazing. I'll leave you to decide what you want to do. Okay. I'm going to try Bolts of Lightning. Roll for success rate. Wait, you're going full in, like, just kill everybody. Scouts out, and that's a natural 20. Let's go! So you transform into Bolts of Lightning, and you emerge out on the other side. And you don't see anything. It's pitch black inside. Ooh, okay. You can't even see your own hand. From your... Can I try and uh, generate a spark with my hand? Uh, I'm not going to get you to roll for that. So you click you click your fingers and a small bark of a spot of lightning uh, is, hovers in your hand. As you look around, you can't really see anything. Damn it. Okay, I'm going to try and make my way towards the front um, of the building, because we went around the side. So I'm going to make my way and feel for a wall and then break it back to the front of the building. Uh, I'm just going to get you to maybe survival here, actually. See if you can sort of... Survival? 
That's 12. Okay, yeah, that does it. So you go around the dark a little bit and sort of... You sort of... You feel a wall, you walk along it and you feel a, a sort of like a, a gap. And you just feel a small little bone in the gap. Mm-hmm. Where the, 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 the uh, door actually is. Oh, why did they ask him to do that? Okay, can I try and pry the door open? Roll for strength. these 12 because the lock itself is really rusty so you just about managed to break it open as light floods the room ah that's better guys open the door okay I'm gonna look back inside what do I see you see a the the interior is very different to the exterior you see a black concrete floor with grey concrete walls it's almost it's basically a box full of some kind of concrete or at least you assume it's concrete actually please roll if you want for a history check to see if you can decide four (laughs) you just know it's concrete okay and you also know, because I said the DCAC or whatever, really low for this, um, that this warehouse, uh, from the sign that literally on the front, belongs to uh, Zeke Incorporated. Zeke Incorporated. Hmm. And it's a uh, cigarette making company. And do you recall a hmm. long time ago, back uh, when you met a detective, and there was a. Uh, some sort of crime that happened nearby, if you remember, and he told you about Atlantis. And you remember that the cigarette he was smoking was um, one of these cigarettes made by Zeke Mandelwood. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I'm just going to shout out now. Fantasia, you there? You hear no response. Is there anyone in... I'm beginning to think we've been tricked. Is there any... Is there even anything inside it? Besides concrete? So, Brooke walks up to you and puts sand on his shoulder and goes, Well, I guess we better go. By the way, Xeriel, do you follow them in as well? Uh, after hearing him shout Fantasia, I will run in. And as you all run in with uh, everyone in here, the doors slam shut behind you, <clears> making <throat> a large echo through the building as some lights sort of in that sort of sort of come on gradually and flicker creating these sort of illusions on the side of a wall and i'm gonna have to roll for something first one second guys i don't think we're alone in here and you hear <laughs> well boys what do we have here oh damn it some little Little mice ran into a ran into a mice trap, eh? As you what see, what have uh, you done with my sister? Oh no, you got to ask the boss there, mate. Don't ever know who you're talking about. Who's this boss you talk to? I could pay you off a lot of money if you got me information. I just whispered to him, "Keep talking." Well, you okay. see. I'm not really the, we're not really the kind of people who like this stuff. You don't so, like money. Roll for initiative. 
Oh, damn, that was good to run blossom in the head of lightning. Okay, this works too. Okay. Zeriel? Oh. Alex? Oh. Ooh, 21. Sweet. Ah, very nice. And, uh... Brooke got 12, and uh, Damien got 15. And I need to roll for the uh, grunts collectively. They got a 1. So, the order of combat is Zeriel. Uh, Damien, uh, Brooke, then uh, Caden. Uh, just a, are you cool with that? Uh, okay. So these uh, four grunts, they're going to spread out in a defensive position and uh, let the fight commence. Wait, Zeriel. Just, just asking really, really quickly: Are the light, are the lights on or off? They are on. Okay. Just checking. Go ahead. Zeriel, please do your worst. Okay. Lost I'm going to do. I'm going to take out my bow and just Ooh. shoot him with a double shot, which is uh, 48. 48? Uh, which one? Double shot. No, no, which one, though? Which one? What do you mean? There's four. There's four of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, double shot, that's what it's called. No. There's four grunts. Which oh, one oh, are you which aiming for? Which person do I want to shoot? Yes. The guy I was just talking to. Okay. Uh, very nice. So please uh, yeah, roll the hit. Since it's a physical attack. Uh, oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, I see. I got a 15. That hits, so you, oh, uh, technically since it is a double, double shot, I believe you're able to hit more than one person. Oh, I thought it was one person that I shot twice. Well, you can either do that, or you can aim for two people, two separate shots, technically. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to actually shoot two people. Okay, so roll to hit again, please. I've got a nice 16. That hits as well. So please roll uh, 48 damage. Just uh, gotta wait for the, uh, the dice. There it is. Oh, these actually. I got 1, 5, 3, 2, so 12, I think. Uh, so 12 That's for seven. 1. Wait. No, it's 11. No. Four. One, five, three, two. That's 11. Oh, okay, 11. Yep. Uh, five. I don't know why it just deleted the, what I had rolled right after. I, and I couldn't really see. Uh, yeah. So, one of them takes 10 damage. You shoot him right in the shoulder and he lands on the floor and starts to bleed out. He's now prone. The, can you please roll uh, for damage for the second one? I got a, in total I got, I got, oh, that is a really good one, 19, <laughs> wow, that was um, a good one. Okay, 
Okay, you right, shot another one down. He's not dead. And you shot him. And yeah. so you uh, hold your bow out and you draw this sort of glowing, like, yellow arrow with a sort of a slight hint of orange. You draw it back to your cheek. You feel the heat emanating from the arrow as you let it loose. And it flies through the air as you see a sort of a uh, ripple effect through the air as it's breaking the sound barrier. It hits someone and goes straight through them as you see the blood spurting out everywhere and it comes out the other side and it's wedged now directly in the middle of the chest, burning them constantly as it um, is actually incredibly warm. The wow. other one, um, as you shoot again, she lands in the shoulder, piercing it, going straight through again, pinning him to the ground. So, um, Damien's turn then. What is he going to do? So he is going to go for a shadow claw. He's going to go for uh, two summoning two shadow claws. He only summons one, and next he is going to go and hit the uh, grunt that you pinned the floors area, which is the one that was talking to you. And uh, hit. Unfortunately, does not hit. Uh, so he sort of just trips up and lands on the floor face first, which is a real shame. It is now Brooke's turn, and he is going to summon Fire Orbs. He's going to summon three Fire Orbs. Uh, he only summons two Fire Orbs as they materialize out of thin air. That is his turn done. It is now your turn, Caden. Okay. I am. Ooh, it's four of them, right? I'm going to cast. Discharge, and I'm just gonna shout at Zero, take cover, and I'm just gonna do a discharge. Are, are you gonna count that as a help action or just chuck uh, it out? No, I'll just charge, discharge right away. <clears throat> okay, fine. So, uh, can technically they're actually not within 10 feet or 5 meters of you? Oh, okay, they're not. Okay. Uh, shocking grasp then? Okay, yes, this is a physical move, so please roll to hit. Okay. Uh, that's a 17. 17 does hit. So you walk, so uh, do you want to go for the one that's pinned to the ground or or not? Um, I'll go for one that's still standing. Okay, so uh, unharmed or harmed by Zeri or not? Uh, unharmed. Okay, so you run up to one of these guys and you grab him by the shoulders and you do shocking grass please roll for damage okay 3d8 and i have 3d8 that's uh 510 uh wait sorry 10, 10 points of damage okay thank you very much and you shot this guy and he's now lying on the ground very nice very nice indeed all right it is now their turn Okay, so the first guard is going to, um, by the way, Caden, can I have your armor class, please? Just 16. Uh, and Zeriel, your armor class as well, please? Uh, I think you have it, because I don't actually have it right now. Oh, no, I've got it. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Okay, so the first one is going to, um pull out a handgun and he's going to point it at you Caden and he is going to fire uh, three shots a gun 
Oh, you're gonna get. And he got like a straight up gun. <laughs> yeah, it's a gun. It's not a laser gun, it's just a gun that shoots bullets. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't hit you, it coordinates. So as he pulls out his weapon, you see this immediately as it aims at you, and you do a, you duck out of the way as um, the the bullets miss and ricochet off of a wall and just land somewhere. The uh, second guard is going to... Uh, it's going to do Firebolt, which is a uh, hard move. And he's going to aim for uh, Damien, and he's going to... He's going to miss as well, so Damien just uh, jumps, does a front flip away from the bolt and just misses him entirely. The third one is going to go for Sam and is going to try and uh, bring out his gun again. And it does hit. He's going to do two shots this time. And Sam takes, or Brooke, sorry, takes five points of damage and is uh, is fine. The bullets are surprisingly weak. The last one is going to go for a uh, fire... No, water slash, which is basically an arc that when he when the top when the um, aggressor brings his arm down, it appears, and he's going to aim for uh, you, Caden, and he misses again as it's quite slow moving, and you just sort of um, step back and, and you move out of the way. It is now your turn, Zeriel. Kills them all. I'm going to use. Actually, I need to check my. Uh, my mana. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna use a single shot. So that's a 2d8. <clears throat> okay, please. So, to hit, I got a 15. That does hit, very nice. And for damage, please. Uh, damage, I got a Actually, that was a good. That was a good one. I got ten. So, you'll go to. Uh, do you want to aim for the one, the ones you've already hit? Uh, yeah, I'll aim for the guy I was talking again. Okay, so you draw back your bow as you once again you pull it back. You see, as you feel the heat emanating from the um from the arrow as you let loose and it sort of shoots through the sky. It's almost as fast as you can blink, and it stabs this person. Straight through the head, making a sound as it the as it's a very clean hole pierces through, and some blood drips down onto his eyes as he looks up and falls back, and he's dead. Now I see. You should have you should have just told me. And then yeah. Okay, Damien. Very very nice. Damien's turn. He is going to go for. Shadow tendrils, and he is going to summon two. He only summons one, and he's going to go for um, one of the guards as you as you already hit in the shoulder. He does hit, and there we go. He does eight damage. Very nice. So this uh, this shadow tendril erupts out of the ground, and. Um, it sort of whips the sky across the face, leaving a, a bright red mark 
pushing him to the floor as his nose now starts to bleed, dripping blood onto the floor. Not dripping, but gushing. It is now uh, Brooke's turn, and he is going to um, actually use his firewalls, and he's going to target the one that's already been hit by uh, Damien. And... He hits and he kills him. So these firewolves unleash a barrage of small bolts of fire as it sort of burns or starts to burn this man alive. You can see his flesh and skin beginning to flake away as the, the, the skin itself becomes charred and the body of him sort of starts, to, starts, to, starts to blacken and fall apart as he's being constantly hit with these balls of fire. And uh, you just see a charred mess at the end of this. It is now your turn, Caden. Okay. Uh, okay, how many are left? There's two left. Two left, okay. They within range, roughly? Uh, they are hard. They've moved closer now, so they're within eight meters. Okay, I'm going to do discharge. And I'm going to try and shock both of them. Okay. Um, I'm just going to... Please, I'm just going to have roll for a deck saving throw. They both fail. Okay. But I have to roll for Damien and Brooke as well. And can use Ariel as roll as well. Huh. That's lucky. They both got 18, so they uh, successfully dodged the... Um, uh, the the discharge. Uh, Zeriel, what did you get? Uh, for waste ray, I, I, I missed that. Uh, deck saving, please. Deck saving. It won't do too much damage, though. I got an 11. That doesn't succeed. My deck saving is 14. You won't take too much. It's only 1d6. Okay, yeah, then I'm good. Yeah, okay. Okay, roll. I'll roll then. Uh, 1d6. That's six points of damage. Uh, very nice. So you deal uh, six points of damage to both of them as they're knocked back five feet. Very nice. Sweet. Okay, it's now that the two that are there is their turn. And one of them is going to bring out his gun again. And he's going to shoot three shots in the direction of you, Caden. And... Uh, yeah. They do not hit. Uh, the second one is also going to do the same because, uh, you know, he doesn't like you because you, you shocked him. It's just getting really bad rolls there. I mean, two, a two. Like. Sorry. They, they also they miss also. So it's way off. He shoots his gun in the air instead of at you for some reason. Okay, Zeriel, your turn. Okay, I'll. I'll go in for. I'll, I'll put my bow away as the my free action, and then uh, I'll take out my sword, which is I'm not sure how much it is actually. Uh, uh do you want me to get that for you? it's a one d twelve. Uh, okay, so uh, this is the um, this is the summoned one or the um, physical one. Uh, the I don't. I've got no idea which one it is. 
Uh, give me a second. I have got your sheet up now. Uh, if it decides to load, because it's like... Uh, oh, I saw that there's one D12. No, uh, yeah, you do have to roll success rate some of this. Okay. Success rate, I got a 16. Uh, well done, you successfully summoned the uh, sword out of ice as it sort of materialises as the cold sort of thing grasps your hand. And a cold aura sort of, the room gets chillier and, you know, it's, it's more edgy. I'll now. just hit, I'll just hit one of the other people that are still alive. Okay, so please roll to hit then. I got a 16 again, wow. Very nice, that. I'm rolling so good. Yeah, you are. have your dice. <laughs> I'm using DMD Beyond. Oh, damn. So you dash forward and you bring out the sword from underneath your, uh, from the, your left side as you slash upwards. Please roll for damage. It's a 1d10, isn't it? 12? It's 1d12, yeah. damage. Ah, very nice, very nice, very nice. So as you uh, slash upwards, um, you cut a gaping hole in this man's chest as the blood begins to spill everywhere, everywhere but it sort of materialises as ice coming out from his belly and uh, coming out from his chest from where you slashed him. And so it was just a large spike of ice or like blood-coloured ice that's coming out from him now. Because that's how magic works now. <laughs> okay, it is Damien's turn, and he is going to do hmm, Shadow Claw on the guy that uh, you just got at. The, the, the guy that you just hit is Ariel. He uh, summons one Shadow Claw, and he does hit. Uh, roll for damage. Okay, so uh, Damien is going to sort of extend his hand downwards as the shadow claw appears and um, grass and takes control of his hand almost. As he uh, runs forward, uh, dragging the sort of claw behind and toe, he's going to jump up and slash downwards, cutting this this guy's head into several pieces as uh, it sort of slides across the floor, leaving some um, blood in its wake as it sort of falls to the ground. And that's another guy dead. There's one guy left. It is now Brooke's turn, and he is going to cast um, Holy Light. Because he can. And that is 2d8, if I can find the dice. Ah, there you Thirteen damage, very nice. So he um, points his hand up, to the, fingers up to the sky, as a large beam of light just comes down, breaks through the ceiling, and uh, does um, quite a decent amount of damage to this guy as he screams in agony. Caden, your turn. Okay. Uh, shockwave. No, sorry. Yeah, shocking grasp. Let's go. Roll four. No, bolt hit first. Sorry. That's a... It's a 19. 
Very nice. Uh, uh, roll for success rate. Success rate. Do, do, do. 13. Since you are the attacker, that does hit. Okay. Uh, damage, damage, damage. Where'd they go? Here they are. Okay. That's uh, 12, 7, 19. For with that, wait, that was for damage or yep. for? Huh? Yes, damage. It's three d eight. This guy's dead. <laughs> yeah, got him. So you run up to this guy and you grab him by the neck and you just as his body begins to swell and this bursts from the electricity coursing through his veins. Ooh, oh, indeed. I think that's a good time to have a break. As Caden is now covered, or Jason is now covered in that. Covered in blood. Covered in guts and blood and icky stuff.